1: Hello everybody, welcome to the Cozy Cryptid, if you're new, thank you for uh, taking the opportunity to listen, and if you're a consistent listener, then welcome back, if you uh coming back, this week we're in Guerrero, Mexico, by the way, I'm Tanner, I am Tanner, I okay. got Sorry, I can't speak right now, apparently, or ever. But we're in Guerrero, Mexico, from legends of small elf type creatures who assist or medieval humanity and freshwater mermaids, the tales of spacefaring Mayans who formed a breakaway civilization in space. The Mexican state of Guerrero is full of mystery and wonder. Sounds very exciting, don't uh. guys? We'll get into that. But first, a little word from a uh, supporter of the podcast. All right. The first uh, supporter of the podcast is Giovanni Dute. I uh, probably said it wrong, but they're a clothing brand. They've been around since nineteen eighty three. They have stuff for like men, women, and they have like shades and Swinmeyer as well. You can save 30% off your order with word, Cozy Crypt at 20. And you go to com or click the logo at and website at cozycryptid.com slash brands. Either way, it's fine. The spelled G-I-O-B-A-N-N-I-D-U-T-T-I dot com. Giovanni Dutti. Once again, the code word is Cozy 20 or 30% off your order. Another clothing, another clothing brand is Brute Impact. They are a uh, their mission is to inspire every street stylist and each aspiring influencer to make an impact, helping their underdogs pull off a unique fashion statement. Uh, their mission is all about helping every underdog street, stylist, street style fashion hype beats win a day. They do that by providing the latest top quality streetwear online and connecting each aspiring fashion influencer to Raven fans worldwide. Based in Los Angeles, Serves all the US, Canada, Australia, the UK, and anywhere else in the world. They're built by a united mutual passion for streetwear fashion. Learn more about fruit impacts global network of partners and associates. They also build meaningful connections. They believe in the power of authenticity with reaching out to people. They give uh, street stylists influencers the opportunity to set a modern standard of fashion. Every product we supply boosts wearer's confidence to and to dare deal with the future of fashion you can join their vip list and stuff but as a listener of cozy cryptid you get a deal just go to the bruteimpact.com or click the logo once again at website slash brands like cozycryptid.com slash brands and you'll save 25 percent off your order with code word 25 underscore tanner once again Save 25% off your order with code word 25 underscore Tanner at BruteImpact.com. Another supporter of the podcast, Wave below Let me see here. The Biology section. Following the brief introduction, Wave below would, would hereby like to extend the warmest welcome and invite new returning friends from around the world to examine, discuss, and breathe all things watches. Enjoy this wonderful journey of watch appreciation together. Transferring the Swiss experience to all over the world from our online serve stores serves your elegant passion. Except accept all major credit cards and PayPal. They are a watch company, right? They have watches for men and women and bracelets as well. They also have necklaces and bags for women. That is wavelo.com. That is W A W-A-V-I-L-O, Wavelo. .com and you can save 50, 50% off your order with code word COZYTIME at wavylow.com or simply click the logo and take you straight to the website at cozycrypted.com slash brands or just go to wavylow.com and enter code word COZYTIME at checkout for 50% off your order at wavylow. Next we have uh, zero. Serafia, Serafia, sophisticated, sophisticated, and transcending products to complement your lifestyle. We endeavor to be constantly engaged, maintaining close ties to designers and trend centers. Their products are meant to complement your your outfit. With the help of our jewelry experts, we manage they manage to bring you exclusive and exciting jewelry directly from the manufacturer. They have a hundred percent money back guarantee, free worldwide shipping. Exclusive jewelry and 24 hour customer support. They have necklaces, earrings, bracelets. That is Zeraphia. You can z e r e f i a dot com, Zeraphia. and save 90% off your order. Code word Cozy Bling 90. Once again, that is Cozy Bling 90 for 90% off your order at Cozy at Zeraphia.com. Or once again click the logo at cozycryptocom slash brands now back on to the show And the Mesco's Elusive Elves. It was a foggy and rainy day in London. The year was 1844. American showman extraordinaire P.T. Barnum had traveled to the court of Queen Victoria with his human circus act. Barnum bowed before the dour faced queen as he presented to her two special members of his performing troupe, a pair of micro dwarves dwarfs, the jungles of Mexico. dwarves bowed and greeted her most Britannic, majest, majest- uh, majesty? Ma- majesty, Sorry, in Spanish, in, in her native Maya dialect. In his introduction, Barnum claimed that the dwarfs were the last degenerate remains of a caste of high priests found at great expense in the lost Maya city. As the acrobatic show in the palace commenced, the serious queen, who would later be crowned empress of India and would rule over one quarter of the earth's population, was amused. She showed her delight openly for these tiny Mexican visitors and other nobles, and, notable, and notables at the English court did so too. It was only later in reflection in her personal diaries that the queen expressed a sense of sadness for these two who she thought were relegated to a most miserable existence. While Barnum was known for his exaggeration and tall tales, there might have been a part of him that actually believed that two Maya dwarfs he was traveling with were part of a small race of magical, feral, human-like beings who lived in the mountains and forests of Mexico and Central America. He has heard a story of the Al- Alux from the tiny Mayan acrobats themselves. There are many cultures around the world that have myths of magical little people who live their lives outside of the view of normal humans. Gnomes, leprechauns, Elves, fairies, and pixies are just a few manifestations of this phenomenon. In Mexico, we also see a tradition a powerful, nearly invisible, small statured human-like creatures in two areas. We see what is called the Alux, or and Loxpa in the Mayan Heartland, encompassing the Yucatan Peninsula and modern-day Mexico states of Chiapas and Tabasco. In the eastern and southern portions of the former Aztec Empire, notably in the present-day states of Veracruz, Oaxaca, and Guerrero, the wee folk were called Chaneke. The word Chaneke comes from the Nahuatl, the word meaning those who inhabit dangerous places. We see the magical little people legend confined to the eastern and southern parts of the modern day nation of Mexico. Sorry. Uh, To this day, people believe in these creatures and the Alux and the phenomenon has been studied by serious Mexican and international researchers. The concept of the Alux or Chinook in England, Mexico may date back thousands of years. The Olmec culture, considered the mother civilization of ancient Mexico, flourished in the area of the Gulf Coast around, <coughs> oh, <God damn>. Sorry, <sighs> around 1600 B.C. to 300 B.C. Although the Olmec had no written record, they left behind much in the form of sculptures, pottery, and architecture. Among the artifacts of this civilization are depictions of dwarf-like humans engaging in services to the elites or as court entertainers, much like Pt. Barn's tiny Mexico, Mexican duo. Some investigators believe these cultural remnants illustrate actual human dwarfs who held special status in Olmec society. Others see the depictions of smaller humanoids. Alcoholic record as proof that the belief in a mythical race of little people dates back thousands of years. By the time the Maya became permanent in Mexico in the few centuries before the modern age, we are left wondering if the agricultural evidence of smaller humanoids is indicative in this belief of, of a race of natural supernatural beings, or was it just the fact that human dwarves were accorded a special status in the ancient Maya world? When the Spanish encountered the living creature living cultures in the world, they found that the people of the Aztec and Maya lands had a powerful belief in a- Elox and Chinookis, belief that is still strong in these areas today. So if people believe in these creatures and have actually seen them in some cases, what do they look like? <clears throat> They're generally described as fully human, but in smaller form, sometimes standing no more than two feet tall and sometimes clothed. They tend to have larger eyes, they're sometimes described as glowing red, and their noses are larger than normal humans. Their ears are pointed, much like those of elves. Often they are said to wear straw hats and cloth shoes, and they carry bags made of cloth or agave, cactus fiber, their bag of tricks, so to speak. In some legends, the Alux and Chinook carry around slingshots to use in hunting. to shoot stones at disagreeable humans. Other stories of this creature gives it a less friendly and more diabolical appearance. In some recent sightings in Mexico, the creature had been depicted as a hairless, almost alien-looking humanoid with a large forehead, big black eyes, and claws on its feet and hands. In some legends, the creature is said to have backwards-facing feet and is covered in fur, much like Mexican jungle dwelling versions a bigfoot called Sisimete. According to some accounts, these creatures have been known to shape-shift from the diminutive human-like form to the form of animals found in their homelands. Besides the possibility of shape-shifting, Aluxus and Chinookus possess many powers that either help or confound humans. According to Maya legend, Aluxus predate humans, and even predate the arrival of the sun to the earth, so they are accustomed to working in darkness. They sometimes work together with local spirits and guards and gods to affect changes in their environment, like summoning rain, for example. These beings are seen as caretakers of the wild areas in which they live and look after the animals and plants in their respective areas. In the Maya area, certain aluxes. May be assigned to the individual notes or water-filled sinkholes in the limestone earth. Wherever there is a distinct natural formation, a chinook or alux is usually nearby, living its life in harmony with its surroundings. Their happy coexistence with nature is upset by human intrusion. There is often hell to pay. Alux or chinook may exact retribution for disrespect. Great care is shown to respect magical being before a problem arises. For example, if a farmer plants a new field of corn in a forest area, he may ask permission of the local alux or chinooki or give up offerings before he starts digging. A farmer will leave behind food or cigarettes as a kind gesture for permission to use the land. There are two famous modern day stories in the Yucatan which care was taken by authorities to appease the local alux. One has to do with destruction of the Chancon-Nizuk Bridge near the International Airport. Several times during the different phases of construction of the bridge, workers would return in the morning to his site to find the bridge mysteriously destroyed. Some locals insisted that the recurring destruction of the bridge was caused by a ALUX. They didn't want the bridge built. The government then contacted a local Maya shaman, from a former at the construction site, to acknowledge the ALUX and access permission to carry on with the construction. After the shamanic ceremony, no further incidents occurred. Today, you can see a small stone house constructed under the cancun Music Bridge as a sign of respect from the for the Alux where offerings are periodically left by locals who believe. In 2010, we see a similar situation with regard to an Elton John concert at the Mayan Archaeologist site of Chichén Itzá in a spring concert days before the performance, the massive main stage collapsed, and as there was no weather disturbances at the time, the restriction of the stage left the show promoters scratching their heads. The locals were quick to point out that the organizers of the show failed to secure the permission and blessings of the local aluxes before constructing the stage. Concerts held at this location in previous years by Cito Domingo and Sarah Brightman had no problems because proper precautions were taken by calling in local shamans to peace the temperamental spirits who inhabited the location. The Elton John concert organizer then brought in a local Maya religious leader to conduct the proper ceremonies, and the concert went off without a hitch. As seen in the two examples and in many others, changing temperaments of Alexis or are legendary. Creature may be playful and joyful like a child, and then be quick to anger. For because they are somewhat childlike, these creatures are said to have infinity for children. Signs of eloxis or chanakis are most common by cho- more common by children than by adults. Of course, signs by children are dismissed as imaginary friends or parts of made-up stories. But parents who believe in these creatures often tell their children to be careful while playing in the wilder areas, as there are stories of children being kidnapped by upset Alexis or Chinookis. <laughs> oh, God. Damn. Uh while well, many people believe that Alexis and Chinookis have been around long before humans. There are parts of the Maya area where people believe that Alexis can actually be created by humans through shamanic ceremonies. Property owners with well, fashion the alux out of clay with a heart made of honey in the creation process. The epig must also include nine drops of blood from the landowner. The size of the small human like statue is similar to that of a garden, gnome, familiar to most Americans. When finished, they take the clay figure to a shaman or priest who calls upon the wind, sun, rain, and earth for the proper alignment to create the perfect guardian spirit that will enter the clay figure after the ceremony. A well, elux statue is placed in a conspicuous corner of the person's property. At night, it is said the Lux comes to life. That's creepy, dude. Like that one uh, Goosebumps book, dude. With the uh, gnomes, you know. It is the responsibility of the person who created a clay figure to maintain the statue, to leave offerings, and to ask the Elok's for permission or forgiveness. The shaman who creates the Eluk uh, also has the power to counteract the main's malignant power. If alox is up to bad tricks, like breaking windows or stealing keys, for example, the shaman may intervene on behalf of the landowner by making small, special offerings in a ceremony specifically dedicated to troublesome Alux. In extreme cases, especially when the alox has been blamed for disease or pestilence, the shaman will, will conduct a ceremony in which the clay figurine is shattered by a big rock, thus releasing any curses of the Lelux or ob- obligations to it. Laylax Janaki phenomenon garnered the attention of cryptozoologists, those who investigate inscribed unknown and legendary creatures, after a farmer claimed to have captured a Janaki in the early 2000s. Although no photos exist of this incident, investigators determined that the alleged Janaki was really a howler monkey. Was suffering from a type of mange had lost all its hair. It was unknown whether or not this was a mistake or a hoax. For serious investigators, it might be hard to get any sort of physical proof of the existence of Illuxus and Chinookis. Elusive and temperamental by nature, it will be difficult to capture a creature that does not want to be found. For those who believe in these beings, no proof is necessary and no further investigation is advocated. Just the proper respect is given. Precautions taken to make sure the creature creatures are not upset. A handoff approach may be the best solution here. The Luxus and chinuki's best left to human legends and their own little worlds. Well, wow. that's very interesting. Uh but uh I like that story. What do you guys think about that? Uh I don't know what's I got a stressful week, dude. Things going on in my personal life, and it's stressful. So, we'll right next door here in a bit. First, tell you about some supporters of the podcast. Stick around. Alrighty, everybody here. Some more supporters of the podcast. Check them out. We got Bellotra. They are a jewelry brand. Bellotra was launched six years ago, being named after by three nieces who endure jewelry and cherish. A cherish and endure jewelry. Previously, they were creating jewelry under the brand. They had a wonderful journey getting to get into where they are today. All pieces are designed and created by Italian designers. They've done everything from your classic everyday wear to to show-stopping runway items. Their passion to create is always growing as well as an eye for amazing healing crystals and sterling silver pieces that they've recently introduced to their collection. These pieces are sourced with love and so they help you love them too. The majority of pieces are all one-of-a-kind, making a special piece you can purchase a bespoke item. With earrings and chunky necklaces being their favorite to design, they will endeavor to bring you new regular designs, enjoy and love your new three unjournal creations, and thank you for supporting a local Western telling small business. Much love. Volantra is giving Cozy Critic listeners a 50% off discount with Cozy Off 50 at discount. That is V-E-L-U-N-T-R-A dot com, or clip the logo at slash brands. Pick out stuff you like and save half off your order with code word cozy off 50 at checkout. Next, we have uh, another jewelry brand for anklets, uh, braces, and the stuff for men too, Odaria. Odaria was launched two years ago, being named after. Adore, jewelry and Cherish. Previously, we were creating jewelry under the brand. They had a wonderful journey getting to where they are today. All designs are by Roman designers. They've done everything from a classic a wear show. So God, I was hearing chuckling. I think this is the other brand from the sisters. They're giving a 40% off discount to cozy cryptic listeners with cozy gem. Cozy gems 50. Check checkout as Ladaria, L-A-D-E-R-I-A.com or click the logo at com slash brands and say 40% off your order with Cozy Gems 50. And next we have Vintage Jewels. Venta Jewels is another jewelry brand. A goddess should never meet dishonor. At home, shouldn't risk, shouldn't mean at risk. Venta Jewels by defending the holy gender. sophisticated and transcending products to complement your lifestyle. Venta was created for the sole purpose of bringing together new and exclusive products Endeavor they endeavor to be constantly engaged and maintaining close ties to designers and transcenders. Their products are meant to complement your outfit with help fashion experts. Remind you bring exclusive and exciting jewelry directly from the manufacturer. They have a 100% money-back guarantee, free worldwide shipping, and exclusive jewelry. They're giving Cozy Cryptid listeners a deal of 80% off with code word Benta Cozy. Go to BentaJewels.com and at checkout, use code binta Cozy, B I N T A C O Z Y, binta Cozy for 80% off your order at B That's B I N T A J. E-W-E-L-S, vintagejewels.com. And finally, we have Versus Enigma. Versus Enigma is a clothing brand. Versus Enigma is a timeless clothing brand that re-envisions streetwear by giving every piece we make a purpose. Their ultimate goal is to provide their customers with superior quality, the absolute best customer service, and unique garments that fit perfectly in your everyday wardrobe. Check this out for an in-depth article on Versus Enigma. They're recently Hayden Ditto. They were they're recently featured in Voyage LA, but they're giving cozy crypted cozy crypted listeners a ten percent off discount with co cozy versus cozy versus. It's C O Z Y B S. Cozy BS. At checkout for ten percent off your order at versusanima.com or simply kick alright. That is it for supporters podcast right now. Check them out. Supporting them. supports the podcast. Alrighty, everybody. We're back. Have you listened to those uh, ad reads and um the podcast? They go off of a, uh, like they don't pay me for that reading them. I get paid if people will actually buy stuff. So if you check them out and, or if you anybody wants to you know, buy, get stuff for Christmas, it's coming up soon, maybe get something or get some for yourself. But uh, anyways, back on the stories. Back for La Telanchana and other Mexican mermaid stories. In August of 2014, early visitors up to Pajapan Beach in the Mexican state of Veracruz stumbled upon a strange scene. Tangled among strands of seaweed was what appeared to be a dead humanoid. Top half looked like a human female, blonde hair and translucent skin, bottom half was scaly and ended in a large flipper. Before authorities arrived to take away what people immediately identified as the remains of a real mermaid, curious snap photos of this creature, and by the end of the day, these creatures have been liked, shared, commented on by millions in every part of the internet's social media sphere. Days went by, and speculation turned into certainty. Yes, this was exactly what it appeared to be. A mermaid. However, it was not a flesh and bone creature. It was made of silicone. The silicone barricade mermaid turned out to be a prop for the movie Pirates of the Caribbean, Stranger Tides. Starring Johnny Depp and Orlando Bloom, which have been filmed near have been filming nearby back in 2011. Some, some legs that the mermaid prop was released as a promotional stunt for the next Pirates par- of the Caribbean installment. But of the many mermaid models that were made for this movie, the very mermaid was simply the one that got away. Mexico had has its history of mermaid legends, but never coming from the seacoast. The heart of Mexican mermaids territory is the lake regions of the Altiplano, the highland region of central Mexico, spanning from Pueblo all the way to Guadalajara, with special emphasis on the small lakes and other watery sources found in the state of Mexico, just west of Mexico City. Stories about half women and half aquatic surfing creatures date back thousands of years. The Tlatelancha is the most famous of these mermaid creatures and she hails specifically from the small lakes and rivers around the modern-day towns of Metapik, Toluk, and Lerma. There is a sculpture of the Tolukana in the central square of Metepik, and she is the subject of an animal arts and cultural affair in that town. The freshwater mermaid stories are said to go back a thousand years and were first noted among the Otomi people, an indigenous group which predate the Aztec Empire in central Mexico. Around 1000 AD, the Otomists were the primary cultural force in the Lake region of central Mexico and were a compromise of several groups with somewhat related dialects and a similar belief system. The Otomi band that lived in Zaltocan was called O. And they believed in the supremacy of the moon goddess, which is worshiped as their primary deity. One of the aspects of, or manifestations of the moon goddess was called Ak'opax'opo. In the Tommy dialect of Zalotokan, the word Ak'opax'opo loosely translates to water seed, water weed mirror. The Ak-a-p-a-po, uh Appeared out of the lake and was seen as goddess of intuition and of the future. The Zalotomakas would call upon her to deliver messages and omens to and to part in predictions. She was often felt and assumed a spirit form, but sometimes Aksabakapo took on a physical body. She was described was often described as having the upper body of a woman with long hair and pale skin. She had a light she had light eyes. She wore jewels covering her neck and breasts that were illuminated by moonlight. Her lower body was that of a black water serpent. The boat could be seen or summoned at lake without... Uh, at Parker, our purpose is simple. We
0: want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
1: ba da Zato Boat could appear in any body of fresh water, including streams and rivers, smaller lakes and ponds in the Otomi homeland. When the Aztecs described it, decided to settle in the Lake Texaco Texacoco, uh, area around the 1300s, they were a growing empire absorbing the surrounding cultures, and like most empires, integrated those cultures into their own. The Aztecs respected the older gods and belief systems that existed in the region before they came. So the Otomi aspect of the moon goddess called Axapoco uh, became Altone channe, which is the combination of words Alte meaning water, tonan meaning mother, and chan, which means magical being or spirit. By the time of the Spanish conquest, Alte chain had turned into the word Talachana. But Telachana was not a totally benevolent being. While her older versions was seen as a helpful spirit associated with the moon, who was a female deity, created all life, the version could be good or evil was mostly malicious in this aspect she was closer to european versions of a mermaid that had the temptress who caused the downfall of men and do acts of about who out of ex jealousy or has selfish intentions while the Tommy builds altars to her half female half snake water spirit the Aztecs look upon the with a certain degree of cautious respect the Talachana was more of a whimsical dark sorceress and enchantress, often lonely and often envious of humans. She only appeared at night, and her appearance was often was almost always a bad omen. According to Aztec legends, she would also sing a cry for help to lure men to their dooms. If she wished the Talachana could also grow legs, so that she could more easily move about the human population, but this was rare. At the time of the Spanish conquest, men who worked on the lakes, either catching fish or hunting waterfowl, would give offerings to, to, to the Chalana for safe boating or for good bounty. The Spanish then did what the Aztecs had done before them. They took this previous belief system and modified it. The Tala Chana Idea transformed once again in the post conquest female water spirit turned into a very European looking mermaid, plate with a dolphin like flipper, often blonde and joyfully playing a guitar. Oh. The guitar playing a mermaid can be seen today throughout the craft central and southern Mexico, especially in and around Metepec. Many legends and myths often find themselves based on reality. Some people believe that the Chelotrano could be a, a real creature. Or based on something real, that is experienced at the lakes and other bodies of water, especially at night. There are several modern-day stories of Mexican, like mermaids. and Many people in central Mexico believe that the stories are indeed real. Here are three of them. On the shores of a small lake called Laguna de Huanuscatán in the Mexican state of the Mexican state of Guerrero, there's a story of a, of a chalachana. Uh, emerging from the water and calling a young man from the lake. Laguna has been seen as a scared and spiritual place for centuries. It was so important to the Aztecs that they built 14 small pyramids on its the shores. There's a small intermittent spring coming out of a rock wall on the shores of the lake, and the Aztecs once believed that the spring was a portal to another world. In, the, in this modern Mexican tale, the young man's impulse was run away from the noise, which grew increasingly louder as he ran. When he got back to this village, he told the townsfolk of, his, townsfolk of his experience, and dozens of men returned to the lake with machetes and torches to get to the bottom of things, but found nothing. Overlooking the town of Toluca, the capital of the Mexican state of Mexico, is a huge dormant volcano called Nevada de Toluca. The mountains is often... Snow capped in the more temperate seasons, there is a small lake which forms in the central of the Kadara. According to legend, once there was a man who went to the mountain with his daughter to get gather snow. The little girl was drawn to the lake and went to the water's edge to watch her to wash her face. The little girl was drawn to the lake. While washing, she fell in the lake and was pulled by an unseen force to the depths of the icy waters. When the man realized that his little girl was missing, he became frantic and called out to her. The voice of the little girl replied and told the man that she had fallen into the lake. and She was safe but under a spell by the spirit of the lake and could not leave. She also, she also told her father that she had been transformed into something half-fish, distraught and in, unable to do nothing. The father left his daughter at the top of the mountain. Thus, the little girl became probably the only mermaid in the world to be living at 13,300 feet. According to locals, if a man ventures into the Lugana, a woman will appear, with the tail of a snake, and the blue-eyed face of an angel. That is the last face you will ever see. Ooh. That's a really interesting, uh, really interesting how the, the words change for something throughout different cultures. But they keep and how that different cultures affect the story once again let's look at the i'll be right back more stories with uh, about ufos but stay tuned for that But also stay tuned as we tell you more about some brands that you can uh check out some cool stuff everything um oh we'll, we'll right back okay <laughs> All right, now to talk about some few supporters of the podcast. Now, for good old make my setup, there are people who love video games, then there are others who really love video games. Whether video games are just a casual pastime for you, or if you're a serious gamer who plays for hours on end every day, you're likely to take a measure of pride in your game setup. Maybe you, you're thinking about setting up an area for your PC gaming. If yes, and you're in the right place. They have a products and merchandise that you can use when creating your gaming setup. Uh, Kids are the most powerful human beings, but sometimes life is difficult, especially for kids that deal with health diseases such as cancer. Their brand, Make My Setup, is all about supporting the cause of cancer treatment centers. By giving them 20 percent of their revenue, they will be able to provide those kids with their favorite games, books, and toys while they are in, hos- in the hospital to bring a smile to their little faces. Again, you get some cool like skins, AirPod cases, accessories, and phone cases, P4 skins, LD stuff. You can See all you can save 10% off your order with code word get cozy at checkout at makemystep.com. Help support, cancer Spinners and the podcast, Go to makemystep.com or simply click the logo at cozycrypto.com brands brands. Use Get Cozy for 10% off your order at makemysetup.com. <coughs> Next brand is Snazzer X. The use of caps goes beyond helping you with your with a bad hair day. From protecting your eyes from the sun to helping prevent skin cancer. There are many benefits of wearing a cap Personally, the cap that you love so much can help you in many areas of your life. Benefits of wearing a cap include protecting your eyes from the sun, prevents sunburns, prevents skin cancer, provides body temperature regulation. (coughs) Sensor X also helps out with the environment. Did you know that toilet paper requires 27,000 trees to be cut down per day? Humans throw away enough paper and wood each year to heat 50 million houses for 20 years. Deforestation and the destruction of forest habitat is the leading cause of extinction on the planet. On top of that, capacity of forests to pull greenhouse gases from the atmosphere is lost as forests are cut. Forest loss contributes about 15 to 20% of all annual greenhouse gas emissions. This is why, SNAZER X wants to make a difference by supporting nonprofit organizations fighting deforestation and trying to save natural, nature, and its wildlife. Nobility is a deeply ingrained trait of the human psyche. However, most of us struggle to take the first step. Even donating for a good cause can seem overwhelming when we don't know where to begin. At SNAZER X, they believe in affirmative action by supplementing com- commerce with charity, a part of the proceeds from your purchase is directly donated to the organizations dedicated to fight the deforestation at the end of each month. By shopping on their site, you directly contribute to the Stanser X initiative to save nature and its wildlife. You can keep up with Stanser X shop on our on their site with the knowledge that you're directly contributing to save nature and its wildlife. Donate. You can find them at snazerx.com They are a hat brand. And you can find. They're giving Cozy Crypt listeners a discount of 35% off your order at Code word Cozy Caps at checkout. Once again, that is Cozy Caps for 35% off your order at SazerX.com. Now we have one more another <clears throat> clothing brand for women and men. They have hoodies. It all began by a simple hobby. Ricky was known for his creativity, lovability and artistry. So at the beginning of 2007, he launched Rival Trend, where he was able to express his thoughts through a large collection dedicated to you all. With a incredible eye on what's coming next in fashion, Rival Trend team is driven by passion and love to exceed expectations. As time went by, we expanded and they expanded and grew more and more. Rival Trend, as its name indicates, is here to make you happy and satisfied by dressing you from head to toe as a lead lead in your life. Their mission, IRL Trend, is IRL Trend. They believe that every human being deserves to get the wardrobe of his dreams and feel comfortable, delightful, and cozy wearing his own style. We implemented an ambassador program that still has a lot of success allowed us to of it in different countries through various influencers. They are constantly looking for ways to improve and bring you the best clothes for your wardrobe. Stay tuned for what's coming. You see Ralph train and walk in for fashion, then you stay in for the style. You have free worldwide shipping, 24 hour, 24 seven support and they're safe and secure checkouts. You have side guides, stuff for men and women. You have jumpsuits, dresses, sets, hoodies, sweaters, jackets, pants, jeans, skirts. Uh, fitness clothes, lingerie, boots, and sneakers. They have lace dresses. They have dresses. They have jackets and sweaters and hoodies, shirts and graphic tees for men, pants and jeans, sneakers, and fitness clothes like top shorts, track shoes, hoodies, joggers, and pants. Also, we found at that rivaltrend.com. That's R I V A L T R E N D. Rivaltrend.com. They're giving Cozy cryptic listeners a 50% off discount with code word Cozy Rival at checkout. Once again, it is 50 half off your order with code word Cozy Rival at rivaltrend.com. All right, next up is Benseer. Vincere. Vincerewares.com. Vincere. Vincere, it's, it's, Their mission is to become a brand that helps to make an impact on every person's life. They want to make it easier for you to look great, but at the same time, we also want to help people in dire need of assistance. They are a streetwear brand that helps, that wants to make an impact on the world we want you coolest, the coolest and most impressive streetwear that helps you express yourself in a way that's very exciting and interesting all the time. (laughs) They're involved involved in social work designed to help people that really have problems like the World Food Program, Vazir, Thank you for joining us in the fight against hunger. Donation is not only means we can feed to the other end. Oh, awesome! So, Vazir, I guess they donate to the Helping Hands as well. They have a uh, stuff for men, women. They have order tracking as well. Right now, their best sellers for men are "Make Money Not Friends" T-shirts. In a sad boy baseball cap and stay high hoodie antidote t-shirt check them all out but they're giving cozy cryptid listeners a discount of 25 percent off your order with cozy underscore 25 at vizierpairs.com or simply really click the link at cozycrypted.com slash brands and enter cozy twenty cozy underscore twenty five at checkout Say twenty five percent off your order with Bazier. Please uh think about you can buy some clothes, buy it from one of those brands and help support the podcast and those companies and those charities as well. Thank you. Alrighty, everybody. We're back. Cozy Cryptid. Hope hope you check out those brands and help their great causes like the Sanzer with their environment and make my setup with Cancer Treatment Center and Fincier with uh, Helping Hands. We're back with stone UFOs and the Maya breakaway civilization. The date was November 26, 1985. Space Shuttle Atlantis lifted off from Kennedy Space Center in Florida, carrying a crew of seven pilots, pilots by shuttle. Veteran Commander Brewster Shaw, flying on this mission was Dr. Rodolfo Neri Vela, his role formerly classified as payload specialist two. The 33-year-old Neri Vela, who earned his doctorate degree in electromagnetic radiation from the University of Birmingham in 1979. Was cheered on by millions of his fellow countrymen on that cold November day. The boy from the medium sized city of Chiplancingo de los Bravo in the Mexican state of Guerrero had earned a bachelor's degree in mechanical and electrical engineering from Mexico's largest university, University of Unam, and had continued his studies in England, where he earned a master's degree in science, the FS in telecommunications technology from the University of Essex. Down to his doctorate at Birmingham. After spending a few years teaching, researching, and publishing, Dr. Neri Vela was approached by NASA and as a part of the crew of the second mission of the Atlantis, he became the first Mexican in space. While on board, the shuttle had conducted experiments having to do with electromagnetism and radiation and oversaw the deploying of the Morelos II, a communication satellite named in honor of a hero in the Mexican War of Independence. Jose Maria Maridos. While Dr. Nere Vela's accomplishments are numerous, some cast doubts on his biggest claim to fame, that he was the first Mexican in space. Those who describe the theory that a breakaway civilization exists believe that the Mexicans have been in outer space for thousands of years, starting with the Olmecs and more importantly the Maya, whose off-world population is said to be 40 million or more. What is a breakaway civilization? In the mid to late 1990s, the idea of a breakaway civilization existing alongside the one on Earth we all know of and live in begin to crop out on the internet. A UFO accomplishes and in the books and articles having to do with outer space and alien contact. Since then, the idea has been fleshed out and has grown incredibly complex to include a tie-in with ancient Mexico. The original idea of a breakaway civilization as theorized, by, or as theorized by early writers in the late 1990s, such as American author and researcher Richard Dolan, has a starting point with the latest flying saucer crash outside of Roswell, New Mexico, in July 1947. From the recovery wreckage, it was believed that the U.S. military was able to back engineer the alien technology and create interstellar craft of their own. A fleet of flying saucers under command of the U.S. military became what is known. The theorists as the secret space program. During the 1950s, there was an intense push to colonize the solar system, and many thousands of people became involved as people were needed to populate bases on the moon and on and the planets. Space stations throughout the solar system were built, and eventually humans made contact with beings of other races from other solar systems and galaxies. This was all kept secret by what has been termed recently as the deep state are totally called by some researchers as the Cabal or even the Illuminati. NASA and other space programs worldwide are fronts of disinformation agencies to distract the public from what is really going on in space. While considered even by some of the most hardcore UFO and paranormal researchers as a fringe conspiracy theory, researchers who subscribe to the ideas of a breakaway civilization and here a space program cite various types of evidence to back up their claims. Among these pieces of evidence include testimony from alleged whistleblowers from various government agencies, anomalies seen in official space agency, photos of places like Mars and the Moon, premise of documents, testimony of supposed abductees, good hunches, and even channeling. The breakaway civilization explains many mysteries, mysterious things such as unaccounted for Pentagon money, rumors of black budgets, and even missing children. In the early days of the Breakaway Civilization theories, some people believed that the human off-world presence began almost 10 years before the Roswell Incident in Nazi Germany, when Hitler built a group of UFOs later named the Dark Fleet, which had its base in a section of Antarctica called New schwaublands As the idea of the Breakaway Civilization became more popular, people started to come forward alleging that they had more information, and with that, the story became more complex. What groups did the secret branches of the US government and military have contact with in outer space? Rumors abound that even President Azar had meetings with members of alien races. About a year or so before the supposed end of the Maya calendar in 2012, there was talk on the internet about how the ancient Maya made it and took to the stars after, being, after either making contact with the alien race or reuniting with their space brothers from the star cluster called the Pleiades. The ancient astronaut Maya connection has been around at least since the 1960s, but the ancient Maya as, a break, as part of a breakaway civilization as working alongside or against secret elements of the U.S. military or Illuminati is a relatively new twist. The stage was set for the Maya in space by a series of YouTube videos, which debuted in 2011, which a supposed Maya elder talked about the Pleiades being the original home of the Maya, and how the old ones return to Earth to help us reach a higher level of consciousness. The Elder explained that the star system revolves around its central sun every 52 years, which corresponds to the Maya calendar. The calendar also reaches back to the billions of years. The Elder also said because Maya had a very long history, with most of it not spent on Earth. By 2014, a new alleged insider emerged, in American Named Corey Good, who started communicating with American UFO and paranormal researcher. David Wilcock. Good had claimed that ever since the age of six, he had been abducted by government operatives of the secret space program and believes that he has been taken aboard alien craft has been to secret and has been to secret space programs, bases in our solar system. To work on various projects for the government. Goods handler or Leo Leonsson. Leon the the uh thewesome his off-world experiences as a man known to him as Lieutenant Colonel Gonzalez. It was Gonzalez who introduced him introduced him to the race of breakaway civilization, my, whose number whose number into tens of millions and have a combined their ancient facility for working in stone with alien technology. The breakaway solution of the Maya traveled around in flying saucers made of highly polished stone and used stone implements, as much as their ancestors on Earth did. In a long dissertation released to the public on David Wilcox's website in January 2018. Good goes into great detail about the space-bearing Maya and his interaction with them, to the Maya not only to the man known only as Gonzales. In his search station, Good describes beings on the minus spacecraft and gave some interesting details. He even describing his own control panels as floating instead of being attached to the ship and being covered in combination of ancient Maya hieroglyphs and flashing lights. The Maya are considered healers among the members of the supposed Super Federation, which vaguely resembles the Star Trek universe and includes some 60 alien races from various star systems. This group is considered the good guys. who Occasionally, battle out with the Draco Empire, which is led by a race of tall, whitish colored reptilians. In January two thousand eighteen document, in, a, in the two thousand eighteen document, Good describes an encounter between a group of Maya and a high-level prisoner from the Draco Empire, which ended with many Maya dead, along with a reptilian prisoner. The Maya communicated the events to Good telepathically. Kirk was then taken to a super-ferishing base near the planet Jupiter and met with a man named Mika, who was also a descendant from a group of people who left ancient Mexico thousands of years ago. Mika was not Maya, but the smaller Olmec contingent, which had barely survived fighting off the Jaco empire on her own post-Earth planet. Although much of the information about this topic has come out of the United States, There are a few UFO and paranormal investigators in Mexico who have also studied the Maya breakaway civilization. Before the detailed document written by Corey Good was released in late 2017, Mexican UFO investigator Antonio Cisneros made a series of videos and blog posts about the off-world Maya. Cisneros, who has cultivated a quiet following in Mexico, has tied recent UFO activity around Mexican volcanoes to the Maya breakaway civilization claims that the Maya not only have bases in other star systems, but also have secret underground facilities throughout Mexico. As caverns were sacred to the ancient Maya, it's also logical that part of their civilizations went underground, the researcher claims. According to Cisneros, the Maya are turning to help with the world's problems and walk among us as regular humans. They have penetrated such fields of science and med- such feels as science and medicine to expose modern day humanity to advanced forms of technology. They will ha- help us with everything from curing diseases, to getting rid of the Pacific Ocean's garbage island. Most of the fields seen over Mexico are by, uh, Maya returning. And Cicerone agrees. Good on two points. The spacecraft are made of metal, but Apollo stone are not at, that the spacecraft are not made of metal, but of stone, and that Maya are healers. Ancient Maya have inspired wonder and awe ever since the ruins were discovered by outsiders. Many people across the years have struggled to understand their achievements, how the civilization developed to such an advanced level, and why such a complex society collapsed. Theories are varied and sometimes bizarre. There is a lot of talk these days from major scientists such as Stephen Hawking about abandoning the earth to save humanity. Perhaps this is being projected onto the Maya and regular civilization theory reflects what some people think human. Should do in the future. One thing is certain. More and more people. Talk about UFOs. And topic of disclosure. More and more we'll hear about the daring group of Maya. Who took the stars to ban suffering. To ban their suffering on Earth. Thank you. Well that's it for this episode everybody. Uh, uh, thank you for listening. Hey thank you so much for listening to this episode. Of the Cozy Critter Podcast. I've been your host, Tanner. I hope you enjoyed it and found it interesting while you're at work or driving or something or whatever. You can check everything out at cozycrypted.com. There you'll listen, find episodes, uh, social media feed, uh, merchandise, you save 25% off your order. Like on get some CozyCrypti shirts or sweaters or stuff using code word Cozy at checkout, say 24000 sent off your order. You can find me on Instagram at Cozy Cryptid Podcast, Twitter at Cozy Cryptid Pod, and TikTok at Cozy Cryptid Podcast. Uh, share your friends with the podcast. Uh, support the podcast by either share with, your, share with your friends or buy some merchandise or check out the brands. I mentioned in this episode uh, If you want to be a uh, guest There's some forms there On the website And the stories You can also check that out There's a form for that too Also check me out on Twitch I am Twitch.tv Forward slash G1 Tanner on Twitch I stream every morning Check that out Also check out uh, Game Tag uh, Boom cat O Uh actual spook in Sandy uh, G one game days, uh, it's rocks. Uh, I don't, know. I don't know, man. Thank you for listening. Yeah.